rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for hanging out. Unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Let me know if all bells and whistles are are firing on all cylinders. Thank you so much, guys. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. I'm only asking about the audio and everything because Ecamm did an update, as we know that uh, when that happens, a lot of times things go a little bit cuckoo. It signed me out, so that's why, I mean, I'm late. I'm usually late, but it signed me out, and uh, that's one of my excuses, but it's actually something that happened. And little booty is scratching. I don't know if you can hear. She's scratching her, her cone. Booty. Poor baby. And all right, this is our regularly scheduled, scheduled, um, is that a word? Friday evening get-together. Thank you, Haiku. Check, check. Audio sounds good. Thank you, Luther. Thank you, thank you, guys. Um, we meet here at the 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard-ish time in this vicinity at the Tarabuster YouTube channel at youtube.com slash channel slash Tarabuster. Uh, it's unapologetic liberal talk. We're just hanging out. You know, it's Friday night. Come on over and... Hang out in the greatest chat room in American history. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we have some things to discuss tonight. But before, if you can, please become a patron. That would help. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. It'll help keep the show going and growing. For some reason, we're losing patrons. I don't know. I hope it's, uh, I hope nothing is. I hope everything's okay in your world. That's all I have to say. And if others can afford to step into the breach, that helps keep the show going and growing. It's the truth. All these things, you know, cost money. And, yeah, we're in it together. We don't have billionaire benefactors. I'm not Clarence Thomas. And if I were... A Supreme Court justice, I wouldn't behave like that. I wouldn't be a billionaire's bitch. I wouldn't be a pet for a billionaire. I have more dignity, you know. There comes a limit where you would say, Oh, no, it's okay. I got it. I can pay for myself. You know, I'm sorry. I can pay for my my own son's college. You know, when do you start getting insulted by that? Right? Like, what do you think? I can't afford it myself. What do you think? I, I got no dignity here. I can't pay my own way. But clearly, Uncle Clarence has no dignity. He's a disgusting symptom of the sick-ass yeah, system that we're in. Yes, Bob Menendez. Golden, gold bar <laughs> Menendez. And... Uh, what happened last time? He was acquitted or something? The charges were dropped? And I mean, he, I guess he just felt like he had free reign uh, to continue collect. I mean, who? Do, uh, what is this shit? Gold bars, gold bullion. Where, where, where? I mean, that, that 
whole thing. The fact that we have these horrible people who are infesting our body politic, it is the, the result of money and politics. Sure, there's always going to be bribes. There's always going to be people with their they're taking bribes and not, and in it for themselves and not altruism. But when you have money built into the system, when you have legal bribes built right into the system, you're not really going to attract the cream of the crop. So, unfortunately, Menendez is a Democrat, and then of which I always get. Even more disappointed when uh, I when things like this happen because then of course we get the both sides both sides but yes there are both both sides are humans well so, well to a degree one side is human uh, but it's greed that's why you have to have tight regulations and you don't give people. You don't tempt people, which is why money in politics is the root of all evil. Why would you put legal bribes into the system unless you're on the take, right? Unless that's all that matters. And it really is all that matters to some, especially those who pretend to be of heavenly pursuits, right? All the, all the ones who are always shoving their fake Christianity down our throats are the ones that are, are, are of such worldly concerns, you know? They don't, they don't act like the, the, that the, the Jesus they pretend to worship. They don't really take his, his explicit and direct orders. They throw them by the wayside, so... All right, but let me do some more plugs. First of all, APS Radio News, I just want to say again, thank you, Charlie, for supporting the show and for also keeping your independent media channel going and growing. There are more independent voices over at APS Radio News, not just me. You can check them out. And Charlie has a more... Um, I don't know. He he likes to cover all the bases. So there are there are there's a wide variety of views. No but no no cuckoos though. You know, like there's no perjury traded greens on there. Or Lauren Band from the Bowling Alley Bobert. There's uh, uh, as far as I know, maybe I don't think there are any last I looked, so that's for sure. And knowing Charlie, I don't think he would he would allow that. So, but I also got Charlie's donation for little Boudica. Thank you. Where is Booty? She's she is feeling better because she's running around, but you know, she still got her stitches from being spayed and her little cone and you know, everything's kind of calmed down here after I was attacked by my own cat Francis who's sitting over here sitting in the cat tree. He's kind of on my shit list. He's he's frankly lucky that I'm not a different type of person because I think some people might have uh, said, that's it for Francis. I'll see you on the Rainbow Bridge. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I'm giving him another ch shot. If it happens again, 
we might have to reconsider. It wouldn't be something I would take lightly, of course. Why am I whispering? Am I whispering? All right, let's, what else do I have to say? I don't know. I'm in a mood. Yeah, Francis Killer Jr. Maybe he mistook me for a Republican. Right? He thought a Republican had infiltrated when he heard Boudicca's scream. But I never heard anything like the way she screamed. So I guess he he thought I was killing her or something. But none of the other two thought I was killing her. So I don't know. It just pisses me off, the whole thing. And then he's acting like normal, like nothing happened. He's, well, he's like acting like, oh, yeah. Hey, what's up? You know, coming over and tapping me on my leg. Like, hey, give me a pet. I'm like, get the fuck out of here with this shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> get out of here, kid. I'm sure I'll get over it, but come on. I'm a little wary. Now that I know that's in him, it's kind of whatever. Oh, it's, uh, it's never happened before. So, yeah. All right, all right. Yes, he was stressed out. He reacted to the scream. Winston on the chat said, I don't think it'll happen again. I I, I, I agree, cautiously. But he... Ah, the fact that he, he had that in him, that's what concerns me. That he could attack me like that. But he... Yeah, it was all the different... Um, ingredients that came together. The strange cat. The smell of the strange cat, right? Boudicca's scream. Boom. Alright. Let's forget it. I'll, I'll sh save it for my shrink. I'm just in a pissy mood, too. I don't know. I had a shitty week. Everything sucks. Just sick of it. I'm sick of everybody. I'm sick of really this country. I'm sick of the shit. I'm sick of bullshit. I'm sick of the. I'm sick of right wingers. I'm sick of their stupidity. I'm sick of the antics. I'm sick of the greed. You know? Sick of, sick of saying, please become a patron. I'm sick of. What else? I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of like asking for help. And not getting it. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Isn't it a great show already? Such a great show. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just thinking of like reaching out. Because I, I have to tell you. Let me tell you. Whatever. Not that anybody gives a shit. I, um, you know, Progressive Voices. I'm on Progressive Voices. And uh, I, I think it's great. Yes, that's great whatever i'm on once a week on progressive voices and i submit all of these um you know like little clips of the show but i never hear them on progressive voices so i keep asking why aren't they they being played and i keep being told that they told that they are being played but i listen to progressive voices from pretty much all day and I never hear them. So I'm like, am I going fucking insane here? I don't hear any of them. I never do. So it's like wasting my time. And then I get like the runaround. So it's pissing me off. And then I'm like getting 
patrons, losing patrons. And I'm like, I need like help here, mother effers. And I get nothing. I get nothing. So I'm, I'm you, you can tell I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. I need uh, I need medication. I need some med. I need whatever Francis is taking right now. So, all right. Thank you, Elise, for your super chat, and thank you, Jim, for your super chat. What the hell is wrong with me? You see, I'm too busy complaining about life. But you know, I guess when I get really stressed and down, I think, ah, oh, everything's temporary. You know, and I'm not saying that to be morose. One of these days, it's all going to be its all gonna be gone. We'll all be over the Rainbow Bridge, so what does it really matter? <laughs> I don't know. I'm in a mood. Okay, well, let's, well, why don't we just talk about what we're here to talk about and fucking forget about it. So, okay, there's a few things that I wanted to discuss tonight. Why we have the time. I have to really watch the clock here because I... You know, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to tighten shit up too, not go off on a four hour tangent about one thing. And all right, where do, where do we even begin? Should we begin with Clarence Thomas being kept as a pet? It's, it's just absolutely disgusting. He's got no decency, he's got no dignity. He, is I don't I, I mean are are you a man? This we were talking about this the other one of the other shows the last time ProPublica came out with an expose and I love the way they're doing it in drips and drabs, right? So it's uh, so we don't forget because there's so much going on and the Republicans they just seem to get away with a lot of shit constantly. Now, I know they're all day on the corporate media they talk about Menendez, and they should because he's a filthy, disgusting grifter but like the rest of them. But there's so many other grifters to discuss. Like, uh, what about Uncle Clarence? What about this horrible effing Supreme Court? That is, I mean, the whole thing they make a joke out of. The, they, they make a joke out of this country. And everyone who ever sac sacrificed for this country, it is an absolute disgrace. The Democrats, on the other hand, right, pissed me off uh, in regard to this. And we've talked about it all the time because I'm like, why don't they listen to this fucking show? Why? Because I would tell them if they did and if they would listen that th they should have con from the beginning from the time Uncle, um, I mean, not just Uncle Clarence, I mean, uh, Moscow Mitch corrupted illegally and whatever the corporate media would call it, crossing or uh, violating norms, right? No, he wasn't violating norms. He was enacting the Nazi playbook by corrupting the the courts so, and using any any excuse any tactic and this is what republicans do and they use it they fix the facts around the policy after the fact and that's what that's what scalia he was he was a master at that 
because they he would hold different views on the same side of different issues or different sides of the same issue, but he, according to whatever agenda they wanted to come to fruition, and he would write legal, uh, you know, wrapping it in the legal legitimacy. And you could go through his his rulings and his and his statements and whatnot, and you can uh, you could see that he would hold the different views depending on what agenda they wanted to um, act out, and that's what they're that's the role of a of a uh, conservative so called conservative Supreme Court justice it's and all and uh, judges all over the country it's to wrap their bullshit their attacks on democracy in the veneer of legal legitimacy and they don't even they see it's so far gone now that they don't even have to pretend you see uncle clarence doesn't feel the need to to hide or he doesn't you know he doesn't feel that let's put it this way not just hide he is hiding his corruption to a degree but he like this um this coke brothers event he goes to but this is not the first time they've they've gone and they go to the, the federalist society they go to you know they 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 go to their um they're basically signaling they're, um, you know, who the fuck they are, that they're, they are for sale, you know? So, but Uncle Clarence doesn't even feel the, he doesn't feel the need to resign. And that's how far we've fallen because nobody resigns anymore. And that's the Republican party. They do not resign. Now I find it rich that the Republicans right now, they're calling for Bob Menendez to resign. You see? You see how that works? But they still have a George Santos. They still have a Lauren Boebert. They still, you know, there's no behavior that's beyond the pale for these people. They are still circling the wagons with Uncle Clarence and every other uh, you know, disgrace to this country that is on the Supreme Court. And they're all a disgrace, all of them. Uncle Clarence is glaring and blaring. He's probably, it's probably because he is, he's been on there so long and he's been being kept as a pet of billionaires so long. And he feels like, you know, he's beyond reproach. It's his world we all live in it and that's that's the conservative way you see that's how they behave it's the center of the universe is a very crowded place filled with republicans so it's okay if a republican does it it's that's their motto that they live by because they're not they're not in it to to help this country they're in it to destroy this country. That's why we, we have to deal with all these assholes running around angry and screaming and, and, and crying and disrupting things and always oh, they don't, who don't know how to behave in public, but don't know how to act because of them. So 
So let's see. Where is this? Uncle Clarence from the ProPublica article. Clarence, Uncle Clarence has attended at least two donor events. This, this is the latest, you know. At least two donor events for the Koch Network without disclosing it. Well, what do you got to disclose to the plebs? You know? Oh, look at Booty. She brought a toy over. See, she's feeling better. Where's my cat cam? It's not fair to sh to have Booty and not be able to see her. Cat cam. Booty, what you do with it? Oh, well. Dead air. This is why I don't have patrons. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I do have patrons, but whatever. Booty. Booty. Get back here. With the camera. All right. Let's see. Claire, Uncle Clarence Thomas repeatedly went to Coke fundraisers and mingled with donors. <sighs> you see, you know, like I was saying, don't you have any dignity? To me, is this normal? <laughs> of course it's not. But, I mean, if just as people, if we were in his position, w wouldn't there be, uh, I don't know, well, let's, uh, let's imagine wouldn't you get to a point where you're like, I have, I'm not, I'm not for sale. I, wouldn't you feel um, used? I guess they don't care. Uncle Clarence and uh, the insurrectionist wife of his. Because uh, I guess they love that. They love those trips around the world, that $500,000 vacation. Could you imagine going on a $500,000 vacation? Which, um, you know, when does it end? Where does the greed stop? As, as uh, Senator Kennedy said famously, when does the greed end? How much is enough, Uncle Clarence? And human nature, you see, is, as we know, that's why you don't want to, you know, people are tempted. You don't want to tempt people. You don't want to give them the opportunity to be a corrupt um a puppet of billionaires, but uh, as far as, uh, you know, that seems like the horse left the barn on that one in this effing country, but Uncle Clarence, if you can't tell, you, if, I mean, if you're trying to tell me that he's not influenced by being by being uh, a billionaire's pet, he, he's not influenced by palling around with these these billionaires who want to buy government they hate america they hate the general welfare it's that's what it's about that's why republicans they hate unions it's like i can't even believe what i'm hearing half the time uh, um anyone who who is i uh, just just we'll get to it because that's the other thing i wanted to talk about maybe we'll talk about that too right now but how the the effing uh, Republicans are they're going after 
unions. They always have, of course, you know, since Reagan destroyed PATCO. And, th- and we can trace the, the decline of the American middle class right to Reagan's doorstep. So I really I don't understand how any working person votes for these people unless, so, well, here, I do understand, excuse me, they what's what do they get in return they get they get the proud boys they get to be racist and ugly they get the permission to be stupid they get the permission to be the the uh the staten island assholes screaming at migrants screaming at terrified people as if You know, that's going to do anything except terrify them. And I want to say, you know, last time we were talking about that and after the show and I was shutting down everything and I went over to Rockfin, which is populated by a lot of right wingers. And I didn't notice that somebody was like barraging me with comments like about this, this migrant facility because we were, I was reading from, uh, an article discussing how the that it migrants that that the the people entering the country are not here illegally they're see, they're legally seeking asylum according to laws we help crafted international laws we help craft after world war 2 so another holocaust would never happen again and they were screaming uh, on their behind the veil of anonymity on there, you know, typing about how, if you don't think that this is a different situation from World War II, then you need a dictionary, you know, B and C and all this, right? But um, what does that have to do if this is a different situation than World War II? It's the law. You don't like the law? Change the law. That's the law. People have the legal right to seek asylum without being harassed, vilified, used as pawns, terrorized, turned back, abused. It says it right there explicitly. Or have their children taken from them. So you don't like it. And and that's just another example how the Republicans, they hate this country. They, and they are childish. And this is how it all comes together. They, and I say it all the time, they lack the fundamental majority to function in a free democratic society. It takes a level of maturity. If you don't like the laws, change the laws. That takes time, though. You know, it's, but it it feels good, I guess, to them to scream at vulnerable people which doesn't accomplish anything. What are you accomplishing? You're just terrifying people. And you look like, you look like monsters. I'm telling you, I'm trying to give you some constructive criticism here. It doesn't look like a, a, you know, a protest. It doesn't, you're not, you know, in this situation, if this were, let's say, comparable to the civil rights movement, you're the you're the bus driver, you know, telling Rosa Parks to get in the back. That's the that's the situation. You're the 
the you see the pictures of the 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 young people at the lunch counter. You're the assholes behind them screaming. You're the 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 assholes behind the children screaming while going into the first integrated schools. So you're not on the right side of history here and you and you look like you look like monsters. So it just goes to show you again, they hate this country. They hate America. We are a nation of laws. You don't like the laws that we helped craft after World War II so another Holocaust wouldn't happen again? Oh, so well, there's, it, do, it doesn't count, is what they're saying, because it's not like World War II. How? How is it not? When people's lives are being threatened in their failed states that we helped create. And, oh, well, yeah, we can help them fix those failed states, but those failed states are there in many part because of, of unbridled capitalism and, uh, the, and America's, uh, you know, uh, interference, which um, dismantled actual democracies in these places because there, there were threats of of uh you know socialism or socializing oil or socializing the uh the commons in some form so the american mom and apple pie stepped in to overthrow democratically elected leaders in uh in these countries and and in the place uh we get um you know of what do we call it the drug cartels um I'm trying to think of the word. They, yeah, whatever. I need to study the whole area more, but it's, that's basically the, the cliff notes. But anyway, oh, okay. Somebody said Junior looks like he's going to roll out of the tree, which has happened before. So thank you for letting me know. He, he seemed to have fixed himself there. So according, well, uh, going back to the ProPublica, Thomas's presence was intended to be a fundraising draw for the conservative political network. The, the justice was brought in to speak in the hopes that such access would encourage donors to continue giving. Charles and David Koch have had opportunities to meet privately with Thomas. Isn't that nice? I wonder if I can get to meet privately with Thomas. Right? Oh, right. I would have to be a billionaire with business before the court. You think that they're like, no, Uncle Clarence, we, we just can't discuss these matters because we might have interest before the court one day. Uncle, and that simply wouldn't be right, <laughs> right? So let's see. After critics called for more information about Thomas's attendance, the Supreme Court press office downplayed the episode. Yeah, because this is what you do. Remember last time we were talking about the five stages of Republican 
uh, what was it? The Republican uh, contrition. First, it was anger. Wait, hold on. Where was it? I think I wrote it down. First, oh, no. First, it was denial. Then anger. Then bargaining. Deflection. And then comes the apology. <clears throat> but we're not anywhere near. You know, I think this is a, a. They should. I need to rewrite. It according to Uncle, just one for Uncle Clarence, because in there would be indifference. He's not. He's not resigning. Why would he? They don't resign anymore. It's it's a it's a free for all. It's a smash and grab. They grift their way into the halls of power, and then they don't let go. They just put their claws in it into our body politic and that's no they they don't let go until they're carted out in goddamn body bags at this point the let's see the report detailing how clarence uncle clarence that is secretly participated in donor events staged by the hard right coke network drew fierce protests the investigative outlet ProPublica revealed that the Supreme Court Thomas has secretly attended at least two donor events secretly. Why do you, you know, when you're doing something in secret, you got to ask yourself why. Because they, well, they don't need to bother. You know what happens in secret? Things you don't really want in the ProPublica expose, I would imagine. Because we're all supposed to pretend that this is normal. As long as, as long as Uncle Clarence brushes it off, oh, pisha. But as I was saying with the Democrats, the thing that annoys me about the Democrats, and uh, it, and I didn't finish my goddamn thought, as usual, is that they... They simply, I mean, there's what? What's the response to this? It's it's feckless. But I mean, I guess I was trying to put myself in their shoes. It must be very difficult because you're you're responding to so many crimes coming from the right. There's so much shit going on, and you're getting criticism all over. And of course, you have the Democrats like Joe Biden who think that modeling good behavior is somehow going to influence the the right-wingers, that they'll all of a sudden come up and start behaving like, like adults uh, who want a functioning democracy when that's simply not in their DNA. And then, yeah, then you have... Uh, the other, there are some Democrats, you know, who, well, former Democrats too, like Kirsten or whatever her name is, Cinema, who is, she's on the take, she's on the make. Joe Manchin, he's on the take, he's on the make. You know, these are bought and paid for mother effers. And they're shameless too. Shameless and I got, they have to say they are somewhat. You, they have to be some level of malignant narcissist to to behave like that. Because I, you know, what I mean, how do you? Because you got to keep that up all the time. You have to keep up that act of 
pretending you're doing it for the people while you know the truth. You know you're full of shit. You know you couldn't give a shit about the people. You're just trying to hold on to your cushy, phony, baloney job so you can parlay that into some legal bribes or some some other some lobbying gig. You know, if you if you vote for something that people like, that's that's incidental, man. If you help somebody, that is, you know, that's a happy accident. But other than that, you're in it for yourself. Really? So, it's uh and with the Democrats, what I was saying, I wish they would listen and they could listen to this show, or would listen to this show because they needed to be to to be framing this since Moscow Mitch destroyed the Supreme Court. It should not have ever they had, they should have started and never stopped because now it's like we're starting from zero with the trying to do something about it. you know, expand the court, expand the court, whatever. how long is this going to take? He needs to resign. He needs to resign. But that's not going to happen, of course. But in the meantime, the Democrats, every time they got in front of a camera and get in front of a camera moving forward, they need to discuss the Supreme Court as illegitimate. That's it. Illegitimate Justice Coney Barrett. The illegitimate Justice I Like Beer. The illegitimate Justice Gorsuch. Oh, they're all illegitimate. And Uncle Clarence is goddamn illegitimate by his corruption. He shouldn't have been on the court either. The whole his whole him himself is a is an insult. You know, they they traded the Republicans put him on there because he took the seat of um Oh, now, what's his name? It escaped me. Thurgood Marshall. You know, an actual, amazing, somebody who we could all look up to, a, a trailblazer, a real uh, servant of the American people. And then they put this this flunky on there because he, because he has darker pigment. And that's the same thing they did with Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who, someone who is a giant... In the in the uh, annals of American history, and then we get this handmaid, who has you know uh, an XY uh, XX chromosome, so I'll put her on there. Right, that's it. She's a woman. She's a female. She's a handmaid. Put her on there too, and that's exactly what Trump said. That he was saving her. That's why they put, um, I, you know, Justice I Like Beer on there. Because when they asked, you know, because he got the list. Trump doesn't know shit from his goddamn elbow. So he, they asked, oh, well, who are you going to put up? Oh, I'm saving her for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They were just counting the moments until she died. And unfortunately, I wish she had held on for two damn weeks, but there you go. None of us are promised tomorrow. So, 
But she had no uh, Amy Coney bitch face Barrett. I can't stand her. She's the worst. Her stupid fake ass smile, her fake ass, uh, you know, whatever. Her, <laughs> her fake ass, the tone of voice. Oh, I can't. Oh, her. She's also, she's a, what does she say? Oh, she's a victim too. They're all victims. She's like, ha. Ah. Wait a minute. Oh, God, is, can you hear this? I had the honor. See, it was hard to hear that. I could barely hear it myself. That's why there's a um, translation here. Justice Amy Coney Barrett said, It's really nice to have a lot of noise made, not by protesters outside my house. Ha, ha, ha. Huh? Did you workshop that one, Amy Coney? Did you have to go on uh, open mic night? I had the honor this term of writing, I think, the only Supreme Court decision in the history of that institution that has been lambasted by a whole string of foreign leaders <laughs> who felt perfectly fine commenting on American law. Oh, One yes. of these was uh, former Prime Minister Boris Johnson, but he paid the price. Yes, that's why he lost, because he commented on Roe v. Wade being overturned, that you sent women to back alleys to kill them and, and make more abortions. Oh, I hate these people. Hello, hello, we're back, we're back. We're back. All right. It's just unbelievable. So, okay, let's move on to more stories. More, more stories, Tara Devlin. More stories. What's the other story? Oh, um, what? I guess there's too many stories happening. That's probably why I'm in a mood. There's many, many stories. If you can give the show a good review on iTunes, that might help. Make it nice because I'm gonna, I'm in a pissed off mood anyway. I can't, I don't know, I can't deal with no shit. And become a patron. That's going to be me. My last words. Become a patron. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's start here. I didn't write this down. I forgot. But I, I wrote it down in here. This is what makes me mad as a hatter. That, see, Republicans hate a an economically vibrant and upwardly mobile working class majority that's why they have uncle clarence thomas they they don't care about uncle clarence thomas's corruption they like it they're like uncle clarence why did you have to get caught couldn't you have been more slick uncle clarence i mean just tamp it down a little did you have to be that brazen and without decency and dignity and no self-worth, you know, to be so bought and paid for? 
I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Really, am I wrong here? When you think about it. Like, when does, when does it stop? When do you stand up for yourself and say, no, no, I can't take another $500,000 vacation? Right? Like, who are you my friend just because I'm on the Supreme Court? I, I thought you liked me as a friend. You don't need to bribe me. I like our conversations, our long walks on the beach, our sunsets. You know, smoking cigars on the suns uh, on the uh, deck of the Bilderberg Group, and getting our paint, our oil, our our uh, visages uh, painted in oil. I like that. You know, I just want you. I want a friend. I don't need you to buy me. And don't don't think that you're going to influence me. I mean, I I am a Supreme Court justice. I may be Uncle Clarence, but that is Uncle, that is Supreme Court Justice Uncle Clarence to you. And I thought you liked me as a, as a person. And I'm a man. <laughs> I, 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 and as Josh Hawley says, we men, we take care of ourselves. We don't need billionaires paying for everything, paying for our mother's house. And letting our mother live there, I got my. I'll take care of my own mother. Right? Wouldn't you be that like that? Like fuck off with all this shit. This is bullshit. This is an, it's almost it's an insult. In fact, it's so blatantly an insult. I, don't you think I could take care of myself? I could pay for my own son's tuition. I have a good job. My insurrectionist bitch wife has a good job. So, you know, we can pay our own tuition. That's okay. We can pay for our own RV. We can f- fund our own vacations. And, you know, frankly, I don't, I'm of regular stock. I don't like that $500,000 vacation. I'm going to the Walmart parking lot. And last I looked, it's free. Right? Terry on the chat. It's true. Yeah. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and latch on to a billionaire's ass. Is that it? Pull yourselves up. That's how they pull themselves up. They pull themselves up and they, they jump up and uh, grab that billionaire right by the ass. And they, they, they suck. They just latch on it like a lamprey and they don't let go. And they have no, they just don't have a problem with it. It's fascinating, but there they are telling us all about who's, you know, uh, uh, you know, all, all about how things work, what men are men and who should be what and what we should do and, you know, with our bodies and yeah, well, they, I guess they could tell us what we can do with our bodies because billionaires are telling them what to do with theirs. Meaning, you know, just sign here, Clarence. Uncle, Uncle Clarence, just put put your fucking stupid stamp of approval on our uh, latest grift and shut up. I'll send you, you and your dumb bitch insurrectionist wife on a whirlwind tour. God, I hate these people. 
Oh my God. Anyway, so let's see. Let's see. Where was I? What was I talking about? Oh yeah, that. So the the filthy fascists. Of course, they hate um, the working class because they like and they love. They want you stupid. You know, they want you nice and poor, and not. Um. They you know, So you can't pester your your uh, betters. You can't ask for anything. You can't demand anything, really. You just work your your uh, low-paying, uniquely American job with no benefits, retirement, security, or days off, and uh, go to church and await your rewards in heaven. Now, you know what I find I found hilarious was... Here's this guy, Sean Hannity, who is also known as the stupidest man in media. And I, I didn't make that up. That's what he's known on. He's known as on the inside, in the media world, by other broadcasters. I think I often disagree with you. We've been friends a long time. That's true. And I... So this is Sean Hannity, the stupidest man in media, talking to... Uncle Tim Scott, and they're discussing the the UAW strike. Heard your comments about Reagan and the UAW, and you, you, you strike, you, you get fired. Yes. Here's where I might differ from you okay. a little bit, and tell me where I might be wrong. Yeah. I'm looking at the UAW, and they, by the way, their four-day work week, 32 hours, take that proposal, no way, that's not... Boo! Okay, I like... Boo! Boo! Eight-hour workday. Boo! Weekends. Boo! Boudica. Boo! She's doing something she shouldn't be doing. Booty. Booty. Get the hell. So, you see, the one of the demands of the striking UAW workers is a 32-hour work week, which is being um, workshopped, I guess you could call it, in other countries to great success. And this was the promise of the 20th century, really, when things were supposed to get easier and uh, the, the American people were supposed to enjoy uh, this, you know, a leisure class life as a, not leisure class, but more leisure time, I should say, as the result of the great prosperity and the result of this, uh, you know, booming economy and whatnot. But the Republicans, like everything else, they want to keep us stuck. They never want to innovate. Now, not a uh, hundred years ago, uh, well, what, more than a little more than a hundred years ago, around the before the labor movement in the early part of the twentieth century, a a sixty-hour work week, seventy-hour work week was standard. You had no days off. You had no weekend. You had no worker protections. All of the 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 weekend itself was, and we know this. You know, we talk about it on the show. Well, people fought, bled, and died for the weekend. So there's nothing wrong with asking for, you know, a seat at the table, but also a decent life that you can enjoy. Because what is the meaning of life? If the 
corporations are making record profits, then there should be, as the UAW is saying, record contract. They, they, the UAW gave concessions to the, to the, um, to the auto, uh, you know, to the, um, to the corporation and they, as a partner, you know, so the, the, um, auto industry would survive the, uh, the great recession. So now things have changed. And if the CEOs and the executives can make billions, not billions, you know, millions of dollars in salary. Um, why? In fact, where, where is this? I had a, I had a screen grab of the, the, um, the exact profit margins. All right, hold on. We'll be right back on apologetic liberal talk. So, oh, I can't find it. Shit. Well, anyway, listen to Hannity. Ninety hours a week. Sorry, I don't. Wait, 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 wait. Let me roll it back a little bit. And they, by the way, their four-day work week, thirty-two hours. Take that proposal. No way. That's this guy. Okay, I work ninety hours a week. Sorry, I work ninety hours a week. He says, "Who who believes that? Anybody? You want to believe that?" Hannity works 90 hours a week. And even if he does, I doubt it. Please. He doesn't work 90 hours a week. He doesn't do shit. He's got writers and producers. He sits on a set. And this is why he's the stupidest man in media. Even when he was simply doing radio in Atlanta, he would get a a list. In fact, what Mike Malloy told me is that he would listen to Rush Limbaugh's show, and then repeat that show. Repeat all the same talking points and and uh, articles and whatnot. We just rehash it. So give me a break. Hannity, is, he's, he works 90 hours a week? I'd take that bet. Right, and then the mindless dupes, Terry on the chat says, the mindless dupes. Boo! What are you booing, assholes? Eight-hour workday. Boo! Now, if this were 100 years ago, right, we could just ro- roll it back. Of course they would be booing. Oh, yeah, if you don't work, like, in the Triangle Factory, in the famous, tri- excuse me, the uh, shirt, the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory... They there was a sign there, which has now become a a famous labor rallying uh, uh, touchstone, I suppose. It's uh, it said, if you don't come in on Sunday, don't come in on Monday. Meaning, don't think you're going to church. So they didn't even have a day off. Don't don't think you can go to church because a lot of people wanted to simply go to church on Sunday, and. Okay, you want to go to church on Sunday? Don't come in on Monday. And that's not that long ago. But there you go. The mindless assholes who know nothing, who think that a middle class in this country came about because billionaires were feeling generous or the robber barons were feeling generous. 
I don't, nobody gets a four-day work week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nobody. I don't know anybody yes. that yes. work, Nobody gets know, a four-day work week except the Senate and the Congress, right? Who don't do shit. How many days, how many days a uh, year? Let me look this up. I should have had this ready. How, how many days a year do the Congress, does, or do the Congress, does the Congress. Let's see. It varies. Okay. Yes, we knew that. It, it's according to the speaker, of course, and the and the majority leaders. So it says number of days of Congress works varies year to year, but is generally less than the numbers of days worked by the average American worker. According to the House of Representatives. According to blah, blah, the House of Representatives were scheduled to be in session in Washington. A total of, get ready, 133 days. While the Senate was in session about the same amount of time. It is important to note that the House and Senate do not always have synchronized schedules. So, yeah, whatever. I, I understand. I'm, of course, I'm looking it up on the AI because, but it, it's so annoying because always, it always has to give you that. It's important to note that, shut up. So, yeah, give me a break. Hannity works. Um, I love these people who tell us that we're not living up to their expectations from the ivory tower. You know, it reminds me of Joe Scarborough. And uh, I remember we played a clip. I can't remember when. It was not that long ago because he keeps, you know, repeating this bullshit about how we're not like Europe. We don't want these 30-day standard vacation packages. And that's because we are, we love working so much. Meanwhile... I don't know if I if I recall correctly, which I do, because I put that show on in the morning when I drink my coffee. Uh, he's not there a lot. Him and and Mika, they're always on some uh, jaunt. They have the day off. They're on vacation. They're, you know, they love they love. It's do as I I say, not as I do. It's all supposed to be because we're not working hard enough. That's the message here. That's why unions suck, according to the Republicans, because they, what? They promote laziness, right? You get, um, and, and they're, they, it's really the upside down world in Republican bizarro world where working people, you know, you're, you, you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and as if, the bosses are going to give you a square, fair deal if you ask them nicely. No, you will be discarded like a host from which to suck profit because what's the meaning of life to them? It is to exploit, to find as many dumbasses to exploit, to rig the game in the favor of the rich and have and and give you absolutely no means 
to to counter it or not even a seat at the table. That's why they don't like unions. They don't want working people to have a seat at the table, which is ridiculous. In other countries, like in Germany, for example, there uh, a regulation the, there is regulation that uh, corporations have to have the board of directors have to include union and, and worker representatives, and I, that's how it should work. Because seriously, really, what is the meaning of life? What is the meaning of an economy, especially in a democracy? Is it to make a few people very rich? According to Republicans, it is. And that's why they have these idiots who cheer them if, uh, without a clue, without knowing, or even having the, the decency to say, thank you, unions, which is, uh, I find it outrageous. We have... Take, we take these things for granted, the eight-hour workday, worker protections, the National Labor Relations Board, which, of course, Republicans want to destroy from within and to the point where it means nothing. It's just a, another arm of the billionaire class. But let's continue with these two assholes. Oh, Biden. Yes. And this push towards electric vehicles. Oh, wait. They're blaming. This is what they're saying. They're, they're blaming everything. They're blaming. Um, they're saying that the automakers can't survive because it's electric cars. 18 hours a day. But here's the thing. They're getting. They are totally losing their jobs because of Joe Biden. Yes. And this push towards electric EV. vehicles. Absolutely. $4.5 billion profit loss on the EV line of Ford this year. Yep. That they are killing these workers. That Bullshit. should be, what, what recourse do they have? What? Hold on. Let's continue with these two yokels. Any question, anytime you have a president who drives us to inflationary levels of 16%, this is like the sequel to the Jimmy Carter years. Bullshit. It is devastating. Keep saying it. And it's devastating Maybe it'll be true. Maybe it'll be true the longer they say it. You know? That's, they just keep saying because they need to have some something, I suppose, to run on. They need to turn the working class against the very initiatives that throw them a lifeline that allow the American worker to have a decent life. And, and this guy, this Uncle Tim Scott, he's he's really a piece of work. You know, They're, the Republicans are are letting their hatred of the working class. They're, they're letting that freak flag fly for I, I mean, for now. Because I don't know if you know that Trump, you probably heard the uh, the con man with the fake university, the vitamin scam, the, the grifter who isn't going to debate with the other assholes who want to pretend to be president. They um, instead of joining the assholes on stage, he's going to take his asshole to, uh, to uh, I don't know, something he's going to uh, do something with a union. He's going to, what, let me look this up. Wait, Trump. What is he doing? Yes, he's planning a Detroit visit to uh, during the second GOP debate. 
Americans, they've lost thousands of dollars of spending power. And without any question, whether you're a non-union or a union worker, you're being devastated Bullshit. by the Bidenomics. Bidenomics? One of the things I focused on, Sean, that's really important is the fact that in the first, y'all remember, remember that $1.9 trillion COVID package deal yeah. passed in 2021? Yeah. There was $86 billion to bail out the unions. That's terrible. Oh, my goodness. They keep offering. First of all, is that even true? I don't know. The other thing is, what about the monthly million dollar? Let me look this up. You know, the stipend we give to big, big oil. Right? How much does big oil get in taxpayer subsidy? All right. Conservative estimates put the U.S. direct subsidies to the fossil fuel industry at roughly $20 billion a year. Subsidies exclusive to oil and gas cost taxpayers $4 billion a year. Estimates range from $10 to $50 billion a year for the, uh, whereas estimates range from $10 to $50 billion for U.S. subsidies for the fossil fuel industry. Fossil fuels receive, received $5.9 trillion in subsidies in 2020, according to a report from the International Monetary Fund. Explicit subsidies accounted for only 8% of the total, while the remaining 92% were implicit, which took the form of tax breaks or health and environmental damages that were not priced into the cost of fossil fuels. According to Forbes, the oil and gas industry is subsidized between 10 and $15 billion per, per year. And what is he, this son of a bitch going Devastated. on about? Devastated. One of the things I focused on, Sean, that's really important is the fact that in the first, y'all remember, remember that $1.9 trillion COVID package deal yeah. passed in 2021? Yeah. There was $86 billion to bail out the unions. That's terrible. That's, nuts. that's they terrible. $86 billion? Let me look this up. Holy shit. Did the COVID package, I guess you can say, contain a union bailout? And if, first of all, that's the other thing is, if that's the case, uh, what they're talking about is retirement funds. And it's, if there was a bailout, we're talking about during the pandemic to get people through this crisis and that's with good reason now you're not bailing out what are you bailing you're not bailing out the union specifically you're bailing out or offering uh lifelines to those who depend on those pensions so when he's complaining that there's money to keep unions unions afloat what they're what he's complaining about is that Old people got to continue living, you know, with decency, dignity. They they continue to get their their uh, you know daily bread because 
that uh, that's, I guess, uh, something that Republicans can't abide. They'd rather, instead of that money going to, I don't know how many, millions of people, millions of seniors, they'd rather it be focused on a few at the top. Because there's never a crying or a complaint about the money that gets funneled into the arms of people who never spend it in a thousand lifelines. When you give money to the working class or when you bail out the working class, so to speak, like, for example, $1 in public assistance returns $6 in tax sub in, uh, in tax benefit. Wait, wait, am I saying this correctly? Now I'm... See, I need to get my. Now I don't want to. I don't want to be just yelling uh, stats. Let's see, one dollar in public, because I know that every dollar in every dollar that we, for example, give to educate somebody returns six dollars in uh, in taxes down the road. So. But um, I think it might be as far as public assistance, I think it's like $3 in economic stimulus. Because what you're, when somebody gets a dollar who needs, who's on the lower end of the, on the lower end of the ladder, they're not taking it and putting it in a Swiss bank account. It goes back into the economy. So you're not bailing out that person in general. Yes, that person is getting a lifeline, but you're also keeping local businesses afloat you're keeping roofs over people's heads therefore landlords they're still getting their rent payments and the local you know coffee guy is getting he still gets to um, you know have his um, business stay afloat so when they're they just throw out these numbers without context well really they're the devil is in the details the the uh, when you're bailing out a pension fund, you're not bailing out unions. You're bailing out. You're you're allowing seniors to continue to live in decency and and in dignity and security during and uh, a worldwide crisis. So I know how Republicans hate that. Because they love, they would love for seniors to be living in tent cities and, uh, or to go back to the good old days where before Social Security and Medicare, well, before Social Security, I should say, when the primary cause of death for seniors was malnutrition all year long and hypothermia in the winter. So that's the, uh, what Republicans call the good old days. Make America the great unions again. are forcing the Oops. Democrats, you know, they're using... They own them. They own them. They, they own, own them. them. And when that happens... They own them. Good. Good. They own them. Unions own them. It's incredible. Well, I mean, how Hannity, what do we know, right? We don't want to work. That's what, that's the... The message, right? Union people, nobody wants to work. We just want to lay around in the social safety net hammock, uh, even though we're at work. See, unions are just like welfare, I suppose. Uh, people who don't deserve a job, they 
they get to get a paycheck and suck on the, they take advantage of the poor, poor, put upon millionaire at the top who did everything himself, who worked like he was a little Lord Fauntleroy. He worked, he pulled himself up by his bootstraps. He didn't need anybody. He was like Trump. He didn't get a, a, a million-dollar loan from his daddy, which, of course, was uh, a fabrication. He didn't need to get the $250,000 trust fund that he bankrupted five times over and come up with some vitamin scam or buy some tacky hotel, which he turned into a casino and bankrupted, which I don't know how that's possible, but he was he managed to do it. The taxpayers, there's no such thing as a federal dollar. They're your dollars. Yeah. They're all your dollars. Oh, my God. Yeah. Putting yeah, a- get them angry. Get them angry about stupid shit who, meanwhile, I bet you their grandmother, their grandfather, someone in their family, maybe even themselves are benefiting from these bailouts. And they're like, yeah, strip them of all decency. Take This is my money. Look at his face, too. Freak. $6 billion of your money into shoring up union pensions because they keep... Do you hear what he's saying? I'm telling you, right? He's shoring up union pensions is, again, allowing seniors to continue to receive the pensions that they earned through their working lives during a pandemic. You know, when uh, everything shut down and people needed help and subsidies and a lot of things, you know, needed to be given a bailout, not... Not perjury trader Green, though he, she got one. Lauren Ban from the bowling alley, Bobert, got one. But they're fine, right? They get their $150,000 bailout. I think that's what perjury trader Green got. So let's see. According to the a recent analysis by the USDA... During a slow economy, $1 billion in new SNAP benefits increases the gross domestic product of the United States by $1.54 billion. This means that every dollar in new SNAP benefits increases, returns about $1.50 into the economy. So it's an investment, really. You know, you're allowing the machine to keep going. The size of the multiplier for any government assistance or spending depends on how much the assistance is spent and on what. Previous research concludes that the reasonable estimate for government spending multiplier under general economic conditions range from 0.8 to 1.5, meaning that one dollar of additional government spending increases the GDP between 
80 cents and a dollar 50. Therefore, it can be inferred that every dollar in public assistance returns between 80 and a dollar 50 in economic stimulus. So the devil is in the details. Right. And Kathy on the chat says, my dad was in a union and thank God we growing up, we had a decent working class life, nothing fancy. My parents worked hard and never got to live long enough to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Sorry to hear that. But I understand. My father, too. My father was a garbage man. My mother worked for the post office after she was a nun. And that's what we were able to have a house. My father had a car. My mother had a car. And we didn't go hungry. We weren't living in the lap of luxury. We didn't have golden toilets. But... That's because of a union. That's why I told you the story before. You know, my sister was married to this effing Republican, which drive, drove me up a wall. And, of course, he cheated on her because yeah, that's who they are, you know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just kidding. People, uh, Democrats cheat too, so whatever. Um, and she, she was, I don't know, we were somewhere and somebody said something, whatever. It's a long story. I see the time is running out, so, for Progressive Voices part. But she said, uh, she started bashing unions. She's like, yeah, that's because the union. Yeah, that's because the union. And I'm like, the union, what? I'm like, you had a roof over your head because of the union. Daddy and mommy were able to put food on the table because of the union. We had health care because of the union. It's just sickening. And that's how it is, right? No, and that's what I say, you know, Republicans, they, they want all the benefits of civilization. They just don't have the maturity, the manners, the decency to say thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks for the bleeding, for fighting, for bleeding, for dying, for this, the, the, the simple benefits that we all take for granted. Well, here's uh, something that I appreciate that Biden keeps doing, and he did it when perjury trader Green went after him, calling him, uh, trying, <laughs> trying to continue the policies of FDR. I'm like, good. That was great that he made an ad, but... He did, he did the same thing with the Republicans attacking unions. When you have a president that's constantly saying, go union, go union, this is what you get. The unions get emboldened and then they start asking for things. The first bill he passed had $86 billion for union pensions. This president clearly does prioritize union jobs. And he's made very clear here that union workers deserve more, that their pay increases have not come close to the success and the money that all of these auto companies have enjoyed. Isn't that great? Biden-Harris. That's the best. That is the best. Good work there. Whoever is coming up with these ads, that's, I gotta say... Keep up the good, your good work there. Well, before 
we lose our progressive voices audience. I guess I can end on this. Well, we're not ending. The show will continue on YouTube. So I thought this was great. Howard Stern, in case you missed it, he he's been he summed up what we talk about all the time. You know, when they call you woke, they they really honor you. And uh, here's Howard. I'll play you the clip, but uh, he does say, you know, I'm a big Howard Stern fan, and I started. But but how he goes, yeah, but Howard is woke now. That's I hear that oh, a lot. Geez. That I'm I'm not good anymore because I'm woke. I, I, my whole career, I've well, been hearing. Well, maybe Metamucil is woke. <laughs> Stop eating it. Yeah. By the way, I kind of take that as a compliment that I'm woke. I'll tell you how I um, feel about it. Exactly. To me, the opposite of woke is being asleep. And if woke means I can't get behind Trump, which is what I think it means, or that I support people who want to be transgender or I'm for the vaccine, dude, call me woke as you fucking want. Yeah. I'm not for stupidity. You know, you I ran out Friday morning. I was over at CVS. Thank you, CVS. I went over there 9 a.m. and got myself that new vaccine for COVID. <laughs> fucking science. This fucking country is so great. <laughs> you can get it for free. I mean, everyone can get it for free except me. I had to pay for it because for some what? reason my my fucking insurance you know, they take your insurance card and yeah, they go, yeah. oh, your insurance for some reason doesn't... I, I go, I got the shittiest fucking... I, How did you wind me. up with a bad policy? What's wrong with you? Cost me 300 fucking bucks for me and Beth. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, more. Anyway, the rest of you will not have to Wait, pay. Stop it. No, I've never... They take my information they say has they don't even look anymore because they have me in the file and they yeah. say has your insurance changed no here's the no. shot i don't know what's going on but anyway i didn't care i i wanted it i got there super early and i was like the first one and i i got that shot and i'm like god bless the united states god bless the united states I get every fucking vaccine. Out. Good. And, and for those of you who think the government's trying to kill you or implant chips. Or go they're ahead chipping with your... you. I don't yeah. know why they're chipping you. Go for those conspiracies. But <laughs> I am woke, motherfucker, and I love it. I want to be awake. I want to read there you go. legitimate news sources. Here's how woke I am. I believe the election was not rigged. Because well, did, you, did you did you hear um, Trump's latest statement about yeah. how he decided the election was was uh, fake? Was that he just felt that way? Yeah, and he felt he had he a feeling. Listen to his lawyers. His lawyers <laughs> said to him, "You lost the election." He said, yeah, "I didn't, didn't trust like them. I didn't like them. I didn't respect them. I decided that yeah. the election was rigged." So I'm woke, man. I, I'm, I think that's a compliment. There you go. When they attack you, they honor you. And stay woke on Progressive Voices. Thank you guys for hanging out. This is Tara Devlin. Please, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Check out APS Radio News for some more independent, liberal, and 
otherwise all types of media, the independent media. We stick together, we win. If you can, give the show a good review. Keep coming back. It works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it. Hang out with us on Friday night at YouTube. We stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right, that worked out. That worked out a little bit there. Okay, so let's, a couple of things, just two things, I guess, to finish out the show for tonight. I wanted to talk about, well, here, we'll go here. Uh, Republicans are, uh, this kind of made me sick. They are, I don't know, how, don't they, aren't they tired of being, um, being on Putin's state TV? Aren't they tired of being used for Russian propaganda? I mean, when you're, when you're being used on Russian state TV, don't you think you would use that as a wake-up call? Wouldn't, I mean, if you're not a traitor, you would think that. You would be like, holy shit, you mean I made it on, I was used on Putin, on Putin's Russian state television? As uh, someone that they like? Yeah, Russian state TV is enraptured. Enraptured over Republican response to Zelensky. So Zelensky came to, to America. He was here. He was here in New York. Booty. Oh, no. She's, she's ripping shit up again. Boudica. Because you're too cute. At least she's feeling better. So he, she, he was here, and he went to Washington as well. But of course, um, Kevin McCarthy denied him the chance to speak before the the Congress again. So uh, um, Putin's state television was was entirely pleased with his puppet. Where is it? I'll show you. From the Midas Touch Network. There he is, see? Russian State TV is absolutely de delighted about McCarthy. Not uh, his decision to not allow Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to address a joint session of Congress. RT, the English-language Russian media propaganda outlet, said in a piece on McCarthy Thursday, while backing Ukraine against Russia remains a popular position for Republicans, or they said Republicans, there are growing signs of pushback against maintaining the current level of resistance. I mean, of assistance, excuse me. I have dyslexia. They then played a clip of McCarthy saying, Is Zelensky a member of Congress? Is he our president? I don't think I have to commit to anything. And you know why he's not? Because there is an insurrectionist caucus. And it's perjury trader green. It's... Matt Getz, 
It's Lauren Boebert. It's effing George Santos. Okay? These people, these extreme MAGA Republican fascist bastards who are, they represent fewer people. They have a, a anti-American ideology. They represent, they, they have policies that only tickle the racist funny bones of the worst people and they who are in the minority they are a minority of americans but they are very loud they like to scream they like to cry they like to pretend they're the victim all the time so uh rt quoted mccarthy saying where there where's the accountability on the money we've already spent What's the plan for victory? Well, as if there is none. Of course there's accountability. Of course there's a plan. They're not just going to tell the assholes on Fox News, are they? And McCarthy knows this, but he's stirring the pot. Where's the plan? Oh, well, let's announce this plan. The plan is to continue to arm our Democratic ally against the brutal and illegal invasion of an America-hating, democracy-loathing dictator following in the footsteps of Hitler. You know, these people never learn lessons, do they? You know, like the asshole that was like, well, this isn't like World War II. Uh, who, uh, you know, upset that migrants have a legal or, or asylum seekers have a legal right to seek asylum without being harassed and intimidated and used as pawns, turned away, or having, have their children taken from them. They don't like that. Well, that's not the... the, the. Same thing here. You know, they don't learn the lessons of history. So we're going to just let another dictator trance, trample, trample all over uh, another democracy? That's not how it works. We want, it is a matter of security, American security. But these people, if you go back in time before World War II, there's all the uh, the same the same loud ass loud mouth fascist voices sticking up for Hitler walking uh, or not walking parading down 5th Avenue in the German American Bund the republicans in congress isolationists telling uh, encouraging the American people to stay out, to stay out of it. Let Hitler, we can work with Hitler. Look at Hitler. He's got snappy uniforms, cheap labor, and he's pro-business. Meanwhile, what does even, what does Putin have anyway? Oh, he has oil. That's it. Oil. He hates democracy. He is a murdering, brutal paranoid dictator but that's who these people admire they love all the world's dictators it's a disgrace 
And Kevin McCarthy is the weakest speaker of the House in the history of the House of Representatives. He is, is I mean, what, what? It's like Cl- Uncle Clarence Thomas. What does he get out of this? He, don't you have any dignity? When you sit home and you're whatever in your old age and you look back, are you you're gonna be proud of the fact that you allowed the likes of Matt Getz and Perjury Trader Green to ride you like a borrowed mule all over the goddamn Congress and and use you and make you make a fool out of you? It's unreal. Matt Getz runs runs Congress, not not Kevin McCarthy. The House uh, has a, really abandoned the McCarthy CR strategy today and has embraced the Matt Gates strategy of single subject spending bills. Crazy. And that's not to my credit. That's to the credit of some of the moderates who I think wised up and said, well, if we're going to go into a shutdown, let's at least lay the out Matt what Getz our priorities strategy. are. I feel more productive today than I did yesterday when my sole goal was to kill governing by continuing resolution. I think <laughs> we've got that pretty well buried six feet under for now. That's that's Matt Getz talking about the continuing resolution. And, you know, they're going to shut down the government because Matt Getz said they're going to shut down the government for whatever reason. The reason is they don't like government. They and they need to make clips for, uh, you know, Eric Crowder, Breitbart. They want to go on Breitbart, and they want Breitbart. I mean, not Breitbart on. Uh, well, they go on there too, but you know, who's the stinky pig pen? That guy, you know. Oh, why can't his, his name? This is how tired I am. I guess. Is you know, <laughs> who's the pig pen guy? Somebody on the chat, you know what I'm talking about? The pig pen, the one who should be in jail right now, but he's walking free. Yeah. Oh my God, I could see his face. What is wrong? You see, I hope this isn't the beginning of Alzheimer's. I hope it's just tiredness. Oh, my God. Somebody on the chat, tell me quickly or I'm going to gonna have an, I'm going to have an aneurysm. You know, Bannon, thank you. Thank you. Somebody came to my aid. Steve Bannon, Pigpen. No offense to Pigpen, who is a charming and lovely person by all accounts, unlike Breitbart. Not Breitbart. Why I keep getting them mixed up. I'm thinking of Breitbart, you know, Andrew Breitbart, who was also kind of a pig pen himself. Very sick. They were all sick people, you know. They really like I mean mentally, spiritually. Very sick. And Bright and Andrew Breitbart, he was an active al- alcoholic like the rest of them. Not that I mean, I'm in recovery, but this is the thing. I it takes one to know one. He, these people will not get help because they are, uh, they're wrapped up in this vision of what strength is. And they think that 
getting help, asking for help is somewhat, it makes them weak when they are weak by just merely by not asking for help. It's like Uncle Clarence. He, he's a weak-ass bitch. He thinks he's strong. You're not strong when you're somebody's bitch. You're not strong when somebody owns your ass. The same thing with, uh, with these active alcoholics and addicts running around crying about everybody else, saying, uh, pretending to be manly because their daddy never loved them. So it's incredible. Here's some images, of course, from Kevin McCarthy on Russian state TV being praised. Even though Kevin McCarthy avoided a public entrance, the meeting with Ukrainian President Zelensky, he took photos with Zelensky. Look at his face. No smile, no nothing. Well, I guess they're not smiling. He looks he looks like a beaten dog there anyway. Don't uh, don't let perjury trader green see. Aid to Ukraine amounts to a minuscule portion of the overall federal budget. The US aid packages have decimated the Russian military without Americans firing a shot. The war is going so badly for Putin, he faced a coup involving his best troops over the state of the Russian fighting forces in Ukraine. Despite all this, the pressure among the GOP to withhold additional aid to Ukraine in their war against naked Russian aggression is growing, based entirely on propaganda. Republicans voting against Ukraine and silencing Zelensky are actively doing the work of the Russian government. And they've been doing this for a while. I, earlier today, I didn't grab the clip, but... Booty, does she have her cone on? Boudica. Oh, yeah. I th- it looked, for a second when she ran by, it looked like she took her cone off. But earlier today, I saw a clip of John McCain discussing how how he couldn't believe it, but uh, his fellow republic, some of the Republicans, were doing Putin's bidding. And for him to even say that out loud in public, that had to be bad. That has to be had to be uh, pretty bad. Let me see what time is it? What time? Time. That's time. It keeps ticking. It goes quickly. Have you heard of time? I'm giving you a book report. Time. It goes click quickly. It ticks by. I'm thinking of Lauren Ben from the Bowling Alley Bobert giving us a book report about the Constitution. I'm tired of all these separation of church and, th- and state thingy. Oh, no, junk. I'm tired. All right, let's see. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, here it is. 
here's the other thing I wanted to point out because I was thinking this is something that I saw. You know um, how Republicans aren't they tired of being the Putin puppets? Of course not. But I saw this, uh, and this isn't one. This is just an example. Here's a clip of perjury trader Green going on about some bullshit and. It's a complete lie that was pulled straight from Ru the Russian propaganda. And over in Ukraine, Charlie, by the way, we hadn't even talked about this. The country that 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 Mitch McConnell and Schumer and Lindsey Graham Green. and Tom Cotton and everybody can't Ugh. wait to give another $100 billion to. Ukraine Green. is one of the worst countries on the earth for child sex trafficking. And they're harvesting children's organs over there. It is, of course, bullshit. That is, that's absolutely not a, not the truth. And she pulled it right out of, right off the shelf of Russian propaganda. That's who these people are. This whole, um, the uh, what did she say that? They're harvesting organs of children in uh, in Ukraine. That's a, of course, debunked. She falsely claimed. I mean, think about this. Of course, it's bullshit. This is what what is so fascinating and irritating is that are there? I I just have to ask: Are there any? outrageous conspiracy theory nonsenses or is that even a word is is there any fallacy perjury trader green won't repeat she buys any bullshit that is shoveled down her empty head this is the same q bitch who knew nothing about politics up until a few years ago. Her entire social media history was littered with CrossFit. That's it. Then she fell down a Q-hole because of the con man. And she's like, Sandy Hook was a false flag. Jewish space lasers. Like, actual, this is what she actually believed. The laundry list of stupidity is is embarrassing for a grown woman. I mean, she's a grown woman. And, of course, when it comes to Ukraine, she is a Putin puppet. She is a frequent star of Russian state media. They constantly elevate her, her and, and Lauren banned from the bowling alley and banned from the theater. They're always on uh, Russian state television doing Putin's bidding, just like they're doing Putin's bidding here. And you got to wonder, don't, don't these right-wingers ever get tired of being played? They're played all the time, like those idiots on Hannity's show, you know, applauding, saying when Hannity says, I work 90 hours a week, they believe that. He works 90 hours a week like Trump is 6'3", 215 pounds. 
But it's lie to me, lie to me, right? Suckers, that's what they, they, they just love it. As long as they could be as ugly and hateful and they could scream at terrified migrants. It's incredible. I mean, but this perjury trader green, you got to think, who votes for these people? Ukraine is one of the worst countries on earth for child sex trafficking and they're harvesting children's organs over there? Bullshit. According to the AP, organ harvesting hoaxes were spread by pro-Russian hackers attempting to sow discord between Ukraine and allies as well as to spread fear in the invaded country and similar claims have, been, have made their way into English-language social media platforms. And who do you think? What platforms do you think? The or organ harvesting hoax was further ap amplified by Russian state media and, and ultimately seeped into English-language websites it can now be found on major platforms, including Twitter, Telegram, where Russian forces are portrayed as the saviors of these trafficking victims. Clips from unverified social media accounts have found their way into other popular right-wing accounts, fueling disinformation. Oh, boy. In July, Newsweek debunked a claim of supposed Ukraine organ harvesting victims in a mass grave that went viral on Twitter, of course, because idiots will spread anything that's, that suits Putin's agenda, that undermines democracy. They just spread it. Why don't they catch on to the real conspiracies going on, like the conspiracy to make the rich richer, the conspiracy to make the working class the more malleable working poor, the conspiracy to undermine democracy, this pesky democracy once and for all, by buying Supreme Court justices like Uncle Clarence and uh, uh, Justice I Like Beer, who paid, paid off his debts. We still don't know about that. You know, they, they're so tuned to conspiracies. Except the conspiracy that's actually happening, which is the oldest one that we've been up against forever. That Western civilization has, was defined by make the rich richer. Keep the serfs stupid. Concentrate money and power in the hands of a few. Don't let them catch on. Sell them the, 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 their rewards in heaven. Tell them they can't rise up against their betters or they'll be rising up against God. They don't see that conspiracy, though. They, they see, they'll just clap when Sean Hannity bashes unions. 
<clears throat> Incredible. This isn't the first time Green has spread conspiracy theories about Ukraine. Green once said that Ukraine was a war, was a war waged to cover up evidence against Joe Biden. Uh, just a reminder, Ukraine was the one who was invaded. Yeah. Here's, here's the cue, bitch. But, you know, there's something more um, you can't help but to draw this conclusion with all of the corruption you can't in help Ukraine it. and the, the, you know, exposing the bio labs and exposing Hunter. See, you can't help too. She says you can't help, but, but whatever the hell you can't, you can't help it if you're not a moron. Uh-oh. Buffering. Why is that playing now? You know, there's something more um you can't help but to draw this conclusion. You can. With all You can help. You can help if you're not stupid. Of the corruption in Ukraine and the the you know exposing the bio labs and exposing Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. And, oh my you god! Know, the different business deals, corrupt business deals they had there. You can't help. <laughs> like them. what? What corrupt business deals? These people. What about the 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 actual corrupt business deals of getting two billion dollars from the Saudis? An actual government employee. Or fast-track Chinese patents while you're on a diplomatic mission for the for supposedly for the United States. But to conclude that a war in Ukraine, you know, <clears throat> destroys a lot of evidence, and it and it really covers incredible. Up That's it. They had a war to cover up non-existent evidence of of this great. Crime family. The Biden crime family? Who, what? They, I, some crime family they got. Well, we got 10 minutes left. I see the cats are getting nutty over here. Let's see. I just want to show one last thing. This horrible, these horrible, horrible people here in New York. Here, I saw this from this small website called Freedom News. Everything is freedom. I don't, I, and I was, I was, I was looking at this Freedom News. It didn't seem as bad as you think. They didn't, I don't know, I'll have to explore it more. It didn't seem, it's, it did, why can't I talk? It seemed like they were actually simply reporting things but without they're not maggots let's put it that way but it doesn't matter the uh the point is look at these assholes okay that's the point that's the scintillating comment free the proud boys a hundred trump supporters and proud boys in uniform pour into fifth avenue manhattan outside trump tower you see what's going on they they are they're not going to stop 
Put them in jail. They're not going to stop. They're the political prisoners. These people have to be crushed legally and peacefully. Crushed, smashed into history's trash bin. Have you, uh, are you listening, Merrick the Mild? This is what happens when you don't crush them legally and peacefully. They think they're political prisoners. Look at these assholes with the white power symbol. No, no, no. They're not racist. Republicans, are, they're totally not racist. They're totally uh, just have different views, but they have nothing to do with racism. They're not fascists. They're not racists. They are. They just love America, but uh, they have a conservative point of view. Except everything is about white power. They have. They they don't have. Uh, they they don't even feel the need to hide it. It's like Uncle Clarence Thomas. He doesn't feel the need to hide his corruption or that he's a kept man. And I almost said boy, but then I realized the uh, historical context is not uh, palatable. And But really, he's a kept. He's kept. He's a pet. He's a pet of billionaires. And it has nothing to do with race. The only thing that has to do with race is that he's being used by right-wingers. He is a human shield of their bigotry, for their bigotry, allowing them to get away with all their corruption. And they can point to him, just like, you know, uh, George W. Bush pointed to Condi Rice. Oh, when they say I'm racist, I just say, oh, look at uh, Condi Rice. I point over to Condi Rice. Because doesn't matter the policies you got to, you you have a human shield it doesn't matter the reality the in, incarcerated nation you know now all of a sudden republicans like perjury trader great she's all concerned about the treatment of prisoners in federal prison or in our prison system she doesn't care that we are the most incarcerated nation on the planet and what is it, one in ten African-American is incarcerated at some point? But according to this prick, I suppose that's because they deserve it, right? It's not the system, it's, it's you. That's the message for Repub from the Republicans. See, it's not the system, it's like the unions. It's not the corrupt system. It's you. Work harder. Work 90 hours. Work 100 hours. Never stop. Just keep working. Never sleep. Don't have a life. Don't have children. Don't have a life. Don't have a house. Don't just work, 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 work. Because that's what they want. You don't have the freedom to be free. You don't have the freedom to, to breathe, to have, to be a human, to be sick, to want to take a minute to sit, to play a guitar, to write a poem, to walk on the beach. That's not the, that's the purview of the rich. And these idiots are 
They're the human shields for the corrupt system. Keep people divided. Keep the racism going. You know, they have nothing to offer except division, hatred, anger. This is the Republican way. Keep the dumbasses fighting amongst each other. Let the racist freak flags fly. So we never, ever band together and have a, a country that works for everybody and looks and says, hey, you know what? The problem is not uh, the working people. It's not that working people get to have a day off. It's because the system is rigged from the top. And they're buying politicians. And they're buying Supreme Court justices. And they're corrupting government and writing laws that keep people from having yeah, a decent life. It's the system, not you. But don't tell these assholes, but look at these dumbasses. You hear what they say? Stop yelling, the person is saying. But look at these assholes, the proud dog. Get that get animal welfare in here. The proud dog. Of course you got this asshole with mask on. You know, you're so proud you have to wear a, a mask. So proud. Just like the KKK, right? White power, proud, so proud you have to cover your face. Here comes this asshole. And I have to tell you, listening to these people's voices, Staten Island. A hundred percent. I lived on Staten Island for many years. As you know, I grew up there. These people are from Staten Island. That's Staten Island accent. Oh, my God. Look at these ugly people. They're just absolutely ugly, and they have nothing to offer. Just loud, saying nothing, screaming. What is your point? Free the Proud Boys? No. A jury of our fellow Americans heard all the evidence and convicted them of seditious conspiracy. They had a chance to be freed. They could tell their stories. They could show their evidence. But the American people, the jury of our fellow citizens, said, nah, guilty. Free them? For, free them? For what? So they could join you out there? Loud, boisterous, saying nothing. You know, it's like the old Native American saying, those who scream the most have the least to say. Look at these fuckers. Trump, Trump. God, ugly, just ugly all over. On the end, all these stupid flags, made in China flags. 
Ugh. Never sur I love the never surrender with the mugshot of him surrendering, which says everything that they are uh, living in a bizarro world where surren never surrendering means actually surrendering. All right, well, we will win. Look at them. Of course we will. They're morons. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. If you can, become a patron at patreon.com slash Support APS Radio News. Independent media, we stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. The bad boys. Freedom. All right, where are you guys? I can't find... I can't find my my YouTube stream. They're bonkers, exactly, Elise. Exactamundo, Fonzie. Right? Irony is lost on these people. Never surrender of Trump surrendering. They're so embarrassing, right? If they had the capacity to feel embarrassed... Or for shame, they would be embarrassed. Booty. Booty, you little bitch. Booty! I have this. I gotta get rid of it. It's just a vase, a vase, whatever you want to call it. When uh, my sister and brother and sister-in-law sent me flowers on my stinking birthday that's coming up again. They, there was some um, very nice flowers, flowers, and there were some sticks sticking out, you know, like white little branches, and they were very nice, a, a part of the flowers, but, so the flowers are gone, as we all will be one day, you can tell I, I need a rest, right, um, and and it's painted white, these sticks, you know, like branches or whatever. And Boudica is, it's like, it's catnip. These sticks are catnip to her. She can't leave them alone, so she, she jumps up. They're on top of a shelf, so she's like, boom, boom, boom. She's up there and she's eating the damn sticks. She takes the sticks down. She puts them all around. She breaks the sticks up. The sticks are gone. They're going to have to go. They're all over the floor. She's so cute, though. What can you do? I'm, I'm glad she's feeling better. Well, Terry, your birthday's coming up, too. Happy birthday or something. Another year, another trip round the sun. Well, thank you, Terry, for your compliments. Great show, Tara. I hope everyone will have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Haiku, for your moderating prowess, as always. I really appreciate it. And thank you, Jim, for your moderating prowess as well. I really appreciate it. You guys are great. 
Anyway, I'm going to go. I'm in a mood. I need to get unconscious or something. So much shit to do. Whatever. Become a patron. Okay, stop whining. Or Okay, I love you all. Thank you so much. Boudica, come here. Come here, honey. Let me see if I can get her. Oh, she 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 ran away. Booty. Let me see. Booty. Wait. Booty. Booty. There she is. How you doing, Boo? Booty Boo. You're a good girl, right? That pillow's on the floor for her. She was laying on it. Booty Boo, how are you, Boo? You feeling all right, honey? She looks like she's tuckered out. Booty Boo? Too tired, Boo? Oh, get it, Boo. Get it, Boo. Get it, Booty. Boo. Good girl. Yeah, she's tired. She's a tired booty. <laughs> she's so good. Look how good she is. All right. Good night, everybody. I will see you very soon.